Welcome to Spouse Tales Podcast. You really can't make this stuff up. Bringing you truth, solutions, and innovative ideas to some of the most controversial and overlooked questions inside the practice and out. Hello to our creator and co-host, Joanne Majors, CSP, published author, certified speaking professional, joined by her co-host, Kathy Signo. Hello, I'm Joanne Majors. And I'm Kathy Signo. Welcome to Spouse Tales. Because you can't make this stuff up. Absolutely not. Uh, Kathy, we are excited today because we have one of our um, friends, one of my dear friends, one of my long, long time friends in dentistry, and certainly one of um, Chuck's um, greatest friends and associates that he's known in dentistry for a number of years. And we have his uh, beautiful bride wife on the phone today, my dear friend, Anna Ebling, who hails in Adrian, Michigan, where her husband has um, a private practice with a few associates and a great team. Anna, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We're so excited you're here. Um, not and, and it's interesting, we talk about different topics, and today's topic is taking care of the golden goose. And um, although we'll have several people, you know, that will share different stories, yours is um, a little unique. And if we can all get through it with a smile on our face, which we should be able to, right? I mean, we have some great news to be talking about versus something that could have been, you know, tragic. Um, I think it's it's really interesting. You know, Kathy and I were talking about this before the show, and we had talked to you about this. We feel like it's a little different when you're a spouse who has skills. Yes, it is definitely yeah. a little bit different when you've you ha- bring something to the table, right? Because you know more about what's going to happen if the spouse is in or out of the practice. And I don't know if I said this, Anna is a hygienist who has also functioned in administration in her husband's practice. But where Kathy and I talk about if somebody bails on the schedule as an assistant, tag we're it or admin. You have the same thing with hygiene. If they bail on hygiene, it's tag you're it or if it's up front, tag your it. So this uh, story that we're talking about today um, changes a little bit when you have skills and you're, you're in the practice. Um, Anna, just in a short, um, let's talk about how important, we haven't told them anything that's gone on yet. We're going to tell them in a few minutes, but as the spouse and as somebody who understands healthcare, right? I mean, we are all, we are providers. We understand, you know, what's happening when we're watching patients or watching, you know, loved ones. Um, tell me uh-huh. how important in the story that you're about to share, how important was trusting your instinct about knowing Joe Ebling? How, how important was it when you tell this story in a few minutes that you trusted your instinct? Well, I mean, it was, um, you know, it was extremely important. Um, like you said earlier, things could have turned out a lot differently. I think the main thing was that, you know, it's, it's just so important that you just always communicate and you go ahead and communicate your feelings or the, your perspective on things because oftentimes, you know, things may, you know, they may see things, your spouse may see things a certain way, and it very well may be that way and stuff. But coming from your perspective, I think oftentimes we kind of hold back or we don't want to share or we don't want to put or have our input, you know. But um, I think just always keep the lines of communication open. That, to me, that's the key. It really and, is. Um, and not... Yeah, and not being afraid to not being afraid to go ahead and trust yourself, you know, and um, yeah, just if it's especially if it keeps you know um, coming up and you know like his you know stress level. If you see things happening over and over again, that you know it's just things aren't getting better because they keep doing things the same way. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's very important that you voice them in. Well, and, and you know, we've talked about for years that um, for a number of years, I don't know, if wasn't it number two that uh, dentists had the second highest suicide rate of professionals? Oh, yeah. Because of the stress. Yeah, I mean, exactly. think about it. I think it and, still is. That's right. Mm-hmm. And people don't understand. It's like people come in and like, you know, even though we have patients that love us, and I think that our practices are probably way different than most because we do so much customer service, right? right. I mean, they actually you have people that bring mm-hmm. gifts, and I love being here. You guys are great. But the truth is you have, for every one patient that's like that, you'll have five that come in and go, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just hate the dentist. I hate being at the dentist. <laughs> so they listen to that, and they get kind of beat up. It's like we used to joke at the seminars about the doctors drive up in the back, and they leave out the back because they don't want to have to talk to anybody more than they want to <laughs> because of those things. Right. So um, I know we're going to go through some uh, some information about this. When we talk about taking care of the golden goose, Anna, I want you to share, and as little or as much as you want to, I want to talk about um, what you witnessed with your husband and um, how he was feeling, what was happening, and when you made a decision to pick up the phone and call 911. Well, um, you know, just like always, he goes to work every day, and every, and and the, our business, we've been we've been blessed with a very very busy. You know, we've got patients. You know, we've got um, we since we moved here to Michigan, which has been 13 years now, we had a thriving practice in Texas, and then after Hurricane Rita, we decided to move up here, and so you know that's a whole story in itself. But sure. since we've been here, he's probably one of the busiest practice in the practice in the county. Um, he's just done really well. We just continue to get new patients and we're growing and, um, now it's kind of like, okay, it's keeping up, keeping up with the systems, keeping policy in check and, you know, trying to handle the growth pains. And so here he is working just as hard as he was when he was, you know, in his thirties and forties and he's 63 now. And, you know, just um, a young 63, let's add that (laughs) 63 got younger though when, yeah, yeah. 63 is younger than it used to be. Yes, it is, but the thing is that you have to be able to make time to eat healthy, exercise, you know, go ahead and, you know, you have to take extra care of yourself, which I'm realizing now, now that he's, now that what's happened, because he ended up having a massive heart attack that night, that, um, you know, just, it was the strangest thing, because he, he and I were downstairs, we had watched our granddaughter, and uh, we were just, you know, just chatting, and I went up to bed, and he said he was going to come up in a little bit after watching the show. Um, he came up later and when he did, he just started feeling kind of odd and he doesn't take any kind of medicines or anything. He doesn't even take Tylenol. And, um, he asked me to go get him some, um, Tums for nausea mm-hmm. and, and then when, and some aspirin. And so he knew, he knew something was really not right with, but he, he didn't know, you know, it was like, it was almost like in, in denial. Sure. So, um, I did, and he was, I said, I'm calling 911, and he was, no, no, I'm, I probably just ate something bad, and he was just like, don't call. Well, I went ahead and did it anyways, because I had seen his coloring, and he was sweating profusely, and he had all the major symptoms, and so um, they came, and they did an EKG here at the house, which came out a little bit odd, but nothing, you know, indicating what had happened. This is the irony. This is the irony for me, Anna, is knowing that just because it doesn't look like doesn't mean it's not what's happening. That and that's that trust in your instinct and taking care of the golden goose. You know him, you knew something was wrong and you insisted still to call nine one one and insisted that even though the EKG looked a little strange, I mean that that for me is something we have to know and we have to be okay with. 
Right. And you know what? I, I was, I told him, I said, you know, I'd rather call him. I mean, better be safe than sorry, you know? And so I didn't want to chance it. I, and I knew him too well. And so, um, we, we went to the hospital and that's when he ended up and he, he right there, they hadn't even, they hadn't even really hooked up monitors as at this point when we got there, he and I were talking and the doctors were discussing his, you know, his uh, evaluation and he went, he literally, he went into cardiac arrest right there as he was speaking to me. And they and were not in the I'm room, so, right? They were just right outside the room, just right, you know, in the doorway. And um, that's, thank God we were there because I don't know that I could have saved him because the man that ended up having to do CPR on him, he was a large guy. And he was just, you know, really, you know, doing CPR very, with a lot of pressure. And, um, you know, and, and so that they couldn't get a pulse and they had to do shock him with the AED, you know, once we got a pulse and then he flatlined again and had to get a pulse again. So, I mean, he ended up altogether um, flatlining three times because he flatlined again in the helicopter while we were just flying in Toledo. And so... But thank goodness his heart had not had any kind of, like, previous health issue. You know, he didn't have scar tissue. He had not had issues. And stuff. So his, health, his heart was strong. But it just, you know, he, he's been so busy at work that we haven't done cardio exercise. We've not been making time. for. We hadn't been working out. We've not been eating as healthy as I know we should, you know. But um, it's all those things you just kind of know you should do. But, you know, unfortunately, it took something like this for us to now – our lifestyles are completely different. Well, and what I think about is, um, Kathy and I, when we were preparing for this podcast today and doing this series, you know, different ones on taking care of the golden goose, one of the things that I think about is after your, after what you guys went through and us knowing and, you know, um, Chuck and Joe practiced, you know, we were a town over, we shared Christmas parties with our teams before. I mean, we've been friends a long time. And I, and, uh-huh. and I remember thinking, you know, Chuck is like Joe. I mean, he's like a bull. You know, he just keeps going. He's uh-huh. never, he, and he never complains. I'm fine. I'm probably, it's just this. But it's like, it really had an effect on Chuck because he said, you know, after he talked to Joe, he said, you know, like, wow i mean who who knew because his ekg was almost good and the irony is when you talk to medical professionals they'll tell you that the chances of somebody having the the aed and shocking them back you know it happens but three times and somebody living to tell it it doesn't happen yeah it's just um yeah the doctors all say that he's just so fortunate and you know so you know uh, i just he's God's got him here for a reason, so he's still, um, you know, and like I said, we, we've got so much going on. We not only have the practice, but when we moved here, I have six kids, and then trying to get, he was, you know, we have the pressure of trying to get them adjusted, and so we just have, the last 13 years have been a lot, but it's take, it's been exhausting trying to stay abreast of it all, and as a spouse, as a wife, you know, um, you feel everything they go through, especially when you know when you know dentistry and you know the that's, kind of stress that goes on in the office. And, and, um, and that's the thing that most people don't understand about dentistry. It's the, um, I mean, it's the joke that Kathy and I have about like, well, everybody thinks that you know, like we get upset when the pool boy doesn't get the bonbons to us by the pool before they melt it's like that's if i I, number one i haven't had a bonbon by my pool ever and my pool's got leaves in it right now because i don't have a pool boy you know i mean and and i mean we joke about like okay so 
a few weeks ago when Chuck was at a course in Scottsdale, and I said, you know, everybody will think he should come back with a tan, and, ha- you know, he's been out there playing golf. Everybody goes to Arizona to play golf, right? He's out there playing golf, and he's not. You know, he's spending, way, you know, countless hours learning and staying up and learning, and I'm here <laughs> with a skunk under the building. I'm trying to drive all over town to find a skunkinator, and I'm in dress clothes trying to put it up against the building. It's like, yep, that's the job I have. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, Anna, what's yeah. really – people don't get either is it's not like when you go home at five o'clock you close the door and it's over amen when these guys come home that comes home to the house it comes home to the family and it's it's critical for us to look at this and say what could we do different we always try to say we want to have a takeaway for people when they listen to this and you know with you sharing your story what is it that you know we could do different to make sure that we take care of this, yeah. as we call it, the golden goose. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think it is. Well, okay. I, I think, like I said before, you know, uh, making time making time for ourselves just as important as we make time for our employees because he takes such good care of his employees and his patients. And oftentimes, you know, like, there's been times where, like, I have plans to do a certain thing, but yet if one of the hygienists calls in or assistant calls in or front desk calls in, I have to go ahead and cancel my thing because we have a full schedule that there's no way we can cancel, you know, our day. You are preaching um, to the choir. We've been talking about this, and it's like that's the part – you know, and you know this. We've talked about it. We've been friends for years. This is the part people don't see. This, I mean, everybody sees the fun stuff. Look how cute they are. And they got to go to Hawaii. And she's speaking in Hawaii. And they're at a dental meeting. It's like, uh, yeah, and we're still working. You know, it's like it just because it's 5 o'clock, it ain't over, right? I mean, that's so true. Right, it falls right. back and, on you. And, and there are times where, you know, you feel, you know, because there are the blessings there, too, and the packaged up in it and everything. But. And it makes it nice, but it's like, I think sometimes we don't go ahead and claim the fact that we deserve it. You know, I think we're like, we just, um, we, yeah, we do work hard. We work hard. We, you know, and so therefore I feel as if maybe that's, that was what, that's what I would change. I mean, if things could be different, if we can go ahead and say, you know what, it's okay. It's okay if we're going to go ahead and, you know, take off next weekend and go to Tahoe, whatever you want to do. Because look how hard I've worked and look what I've done and look what I've given up myself. Right. And um, it's really hard, especially when you hear, like you said, the comments about the bonbons. And all that. I think I've come to a point in my life where it's like it doesn't matter what you do, people are going to talk. So if that's <laughs> the case, then yeah. if, that, if that's the case, it's like, okay, go ahead, you know. So if they're going to talk anyways, just enjoy yourself. You know, yeah. we need to go ahead. And that's, you know, kind of look at the lighter side of life and look at, you know, since his heart attack and everything, Joe's look view on life and his, you know, just even the way he communicates with um, our family, my kids, and, you know, just all of us. Thanksgiving, this Thanksgiving was the Thankful. best, and we did we did nothing. Yeah, I, did, I mean, I was just me and my kids and the significant others and my two grandkids, and it was just, it was relaxing. I didn't worry about my house. I didn't worry about anything. It was just the most relaxing and all we did is we gave thanks because that he was there with us. Isn't that you know, the truth? So. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. You know, Anna, mm-hmm. looking back at it, I mean, like, what what's the hardest part for you to wrap your mind around um, that that night? Um, that it even happened. Probably that it even, uh, probably, the, uh, like I said, I had mentioned to you, it was such a blur 
And when it was going on, I just was, I remember telling myself, this, this is, this is not going to happen. This ain't happening. This can't be, you know, I was in such shock and such denial. And, and, um, yeah, probably the hardest thing was how fast it happened and how, you know, you, nobody's ever prepared. I don't care how prepared you say you are for something. When something like that happens, you're never prepared. Yeah. And, um, it's just, you probably just, uh, the whole thing of how it occurred. And then all the little things that happened that made it to where he's still here with us today, that it all, you know, got, the timing, everything time was perfect. Everything that was in God's time was just perfect. And so yeah. we got, you know, the helicopter got him to Toledo. As soon as he got there, he got the catheters in and uh, he got the catheterization in, he got the stents put in and, um, you know, he, he's, he's fine. He's doing good right now. I mean, he still gets tired. I can see him, you know, sure. we're still watching, you know, you can tell like it's, his body went through a lot. Yeah. So he's having to adjust. You know, so Anna, probably, yeah, that's a, <laughs> one of the things you said about, you know, um, being prepared and are not being prepared. So true. Tell the AED story. We're, the AED what we're going to do is... Um, in the future, we're going to talk about this a little bit more with somebody about not being prepared for that event, but being prepared with everything else that you have in your life, making sure that everything is in place. If Joe was in the hospital longer, are are we prepared as the wives to pick up the household and move forward? Right. You know, so in the future, we want to have another episode talking about we really when do. something like this happens. Yeah. Are we prepared for it? Right, Do we have things in place? And and and, and it's interesting. What's going to happen? You know, it's got to change the production because that's the golden goose. Mm -hmm. Right. So, what do you have in right. place when the production is changed? I mean, I think about like I don't know how many dental assistants you guys have, but if he's not there practicing, what do you do? What are all those dental assistants doing? I mean, it, it's so much more far-reaching than in almost um, in in almost you know so many other professions. And I and I think about that. And and we were talking about. Uh, Kathy and I were talking about that Tony says, and Chuck has said this, I want everybody in here to understand what the AED is for and how to use it right. because the person you may have to use it on will be me. Oh, absolutely. And right. when we do CPR training, you know, that's one of the things that I wrote down. Like, is the team trained? Do we do we know? Do we have an action plan in place? Right. We call it code orange in our office, and we go through it. What do we do in the case of an, a medical emergency? Yeah. You know what what what's the plan of attack to make sure that if something happens, we can take care of it. Right. Well, I t we tell everybody because we're literally there's only one way into the front of this the major trauma hospital in Brazos County, and it's you know within within our block. And I tell them you can get the AED out, but somebody better be calling nine one one because we're that we're you know within a block. But they say it's the time. You know, it's the timing that it right. takes before you know you do those things. And just listening to you you know, talk about it and witness it and thinking about how all these different little God winks that happened about, you know, Gabriel being with you and saying, I'll sit outside, you go on back, you go on back, he codes in front of you, his eyes roll back, you know, you said every muscle in his face, you know, just went flush. And I think about that, that young man not having to witness his dad and that, you know, I mean, it's like it is, it's, it is what we call divine intervention. And we're so thankful that, you know, he's recovering and healthy and, He's got you to oh, thank um, you. stand in the gap. So, Well, he's had so much support, and he's had so many people reach out to him. He's been humbled by the fact that, you know, and I said, well, you're so loved, you know, and he's, but yeah, there again, too, I think that they don't realize just how loved they are because they produce, 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 you know, but yet that's, that's, that's what their life is about. You know what, that's, 
Yeah, that's secondary, you it know, really and is. so, um, yeah. Well, we are um, we're so glad that you were with us today and that you shared this. And I know, you know, we're going to have you on other episodes because our healthy boundaries um, with team, you know, uh, process that we talk about. You've got, you know, some great understanding and, and stories just like we do. We call them battle scars and, you know, and victories uh-huh. um, because we if, if we didn't grow out of what happens, then, you know, it would be a shame. But the good news is Absolutely. that we're growing out of what happens. We're sharing. You know, I mean, we're, we're as Kathy said while ago, uh, taking off our makeup, I said lifting up our dress, which probably was inappropriate, <laughs> but they know I'm from Texas. I'm a little wild anyway. So <laughs> anyway, but I think um, – I think that, uh, you know, I always think about, like, what's the takeaway? And, and we, we got some great takeaways. And this, for me, it was that um, claiming that we deserve the time off. And I'm telling you, if, if, if we save one, one couple because they understand and they put it on the schedule and they're not ashamed to say, you know what, we're going to wherever or we're doing whatever because these guys and gals work really hard and they deserve that time. And so we really thank you for uh-huh. taking time out of your busy schedule and being with us. You're, you're a dear person and a sweet friend and I'm, I'm glad you're with us. Yeah, and we just want to extend oh. all of our love and best wishes to Joe as he heals and to you. Um, you know, as a spouse, as we are, we give you our support because we know that um, sometimes people don't see the burden that you're carrying to make sure that Joe gets to take care of himself and heal and you're trying to hold it all together. So um, we just wrap our oh, arms around you. both of you. Yep. Well, thank you. Um, thank you, Anna. Is there anything else you want to um, add as we close to uh, the listeners that might, you know, make a difference? No, I think, well, um, the, the one of the questions you and I had discussed um, just briefly, you said if I had any kind of advice, um, if I was to mentor somebody to, or to sell, tell another, a new spouse, basically, I guess, like you had said, you know, life is change. We learn from the good things and the bad things in life, you know, and that's how you grow. And one thing my mom always used to tell me is that, you know, this storm will too, this, you know, this storm will pass too, you know, right. it's like, just know that it's going to get hairy. It's going to get, you know, you know, it gets hard. It just is. But if you hold together and you keep communicating and, um, and you're doing things for the right reasons, it, it all works oh, out. Oh, amen. So, yeah. yeah. The ones that are doing it for the money will hit a brick wall. But those of mm-hmm. those of uh, in our circle that do it, you know, for mankind, and because it's an mm-hmm. opportunity to give back, um, you know, I I, I I just think the 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 good Lord will take care of you. I mean, I think that if He's not done, Absolutely. and He's definitely not done with Joe Ebling, so <laughs> we yeah. uh, we appreciate we appreciate you being with us and uh, sharing the story. Um, as always, we promise to respect our listeners' inbox. We um, appreciate you giving us this time out of your day. And um, we look forward to seeing you on the road, Kathy. Yep. And you know what, Anna, just keep on reaching out, letting people know what you need. Um, I think that's a big thing. Like you say, communicate. Let us know how you're feeling. And if there's anything we can do to help, let us know. Okay. Well, thank you so much. This was fun. I'm glad you guys called. (laughs) Yeah. It was good to be with you. Thank you. See you on the road. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Spouse Tales. We ask you to consider our podcast sponsors when you need solutions. Thanks to Care Credit, helping get the care people want for themselves and their families. Cedar HR Solutions, the leading provider of custom-crafted dental employee handbooks, employee management software, and on-demand HR support for dentists and office managers. Dental Health Products Incorporated, DHP. 
a privately held, nationally ranked supply distributor that's been servicing independent dentists and the healthcare community with quality products, equipment, and innovative solutions for nearly 30 years. I Love My Dentist is a unique online word of mouth referral program. Signing off, this is Mel on Air, live from Austin, Texas. See you on the road.